Welcome to the Mastermind Owls Podcast, where we help entrepreneurs, digital content creators grow their online presence. I'm your host, Creative. And in this episode, we'll be diving into how to grow your brand for 2024. Join us as we explore tactics, emerging trends, critical insights, and how do you grow your brand in this upcoming year. If you haven't done so, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I am so excited for today's show. I have a special guest with me here today. Caitlin Sliney is going to be joining us here live throughout the show. Caitlin, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm so glad to be here. I'm doing great. Thanks. How are you? I am doing fantastic. It is so great to uh, have you up here. This topic is is probably one of your, your sweet spots uh, as we talk about branding and marketing. You are a CEO. Uh, you're a thought leader. You've been in the industry. You're an NFT NYC speaker. So branding, I know, is something very important to you. And you work with a lot of people that have really strong brands and organizations. So super excited to get your intake on today's um today's topic. Thanks so much for having me. I'm, I'm really pumped about it. This is a great conversation and really timely. We're uh, heading into the new year. I know a lot of people are reconfiguring their plans of attack and their strategies. So this is, um, this is great. Now, I am super excited to talk about branding. I've been in the marketing for about 10 years. And my main focus has been working around organizations, helping them scale, create an online presence, but now I'm really started getting into the personal branding and I'm seeing that it's such a be a uh, decision factor of why people are getting jobs, how people are raising uh, their awareness, how they're able to sell their product and their services. And the, the landscape of where we at in 2023 has dramatically changed as as businesses are now looking for influencers, people that have a voice to really amplify their business, but also make them thought leaders. Throughout this, we've seen the word branding really change. From my perspective, when I got into branding, and maybe, uh, I don't know how long you guys have been in the branding, but when I first came in, um, branding was just like a logo, was just the colors, was just a theme, right? But over time, branding has really changed with the digital world. Now, branding is more customized, customer service, website development, and it's getting amplifying more and more. So how as us as content creators that are in this space, as business entrepreneurs that are in the space, young CEOs or young leaders that are, are trying to scale and get more opportunities. I think branding is something that's going to be extremely important as we head into 2024. Kaylin, what are you, some of your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, I think that's, this is so timely. I often call, call myself the most reluctant consumer. Um, and consumers are getting more and more sophisticated in the digital age. They see through transparency. They see through marketing ploys and plays. So you do really have to create as you're saying, branding is so much more about the colors and the logos now. I mean, it's it's an ethos. It is an opinion. It is taking a position on the world the consumer wants to align themselves with. So there's a lot more depth to it than ever. And I think that makes it really exciting because it doesn't feel so salesy, so used car salesman-y, if you will. Um, but that does mean it takes a lot more, you know, inner reflection, whether you're a brand or a creator as an individual brand, you do have to be so much more thoughtful about the messaging that you're transmitting, how you stand out, 
and what you want folks to resonate with when they think of you. You nailed it. And today we're really going to be focusing on kind of what are the three pillars for you to focus on in 2024. Um, we've got some great creators that are already in here. So shout out to some of you guys in here that are uh, have decided to join today's podcast. And I'm also excited to turn the mic over to you guys here in a little bit to hear some of your expert insights. But first, we're going to get over and talk about some of the three pillars that I want you guys to, to to really start thinking about. And for me, this is this was really a big change when I start when I really started, like I told you guys about branding. It wasn't until I I, uh, I got hired to help an organization. And this organization was a uh, a sub multi-million dollar organization, but they were looking to rebrand. And at the time when when they when they said rebranding, I thought, okay, maybe they need a new website. Maybe they need some new headshots, right? Um, but there was so much more to the rebranding that that had to be done and really thought of. And what I'm going to share with you guys is three of the things that we really focused on. Now, this organization uh, that I help support not only grew from uh, a sub-multi-million, but to a multi-million dollar organization, ended up getting sold out. And a lot of it had to do uh with the rebranding they already were doing some kick-ass work in the industry they were already kicking ass but what they needed to do is kind of fine-tune how the reputation was out there and for me i really didn't understand branding i i, I guess i can say um but it's really your identity what are people saying behind your back when you're not around when you're not in a space and, and people bring up uh, creative owls or someone else's name what are these saying? are they saying good and positive things what are you it's like your reviews right uh if you guys have ever been to a restaurant you usually check the reviews or before you buy anything on amazon you're trying to figure out what that brand is all about do they have good products do they not and is that brand or that organization doing a good job storytelling telling people and connecting with people and i feel like that has been the way that i've seen organizations or people have really scale their visibility and be able to not only make money, but also network and have great opportunities for that. So branding and marketing is 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 a really sensitive topic where some a lot of times people that don't understand it get it confused, but they are two different things. So I just want to explain real quick what is what is branding. Uh, from my perspective, everybody has different perspective, but branding is identity and a story of a company that makes it stand out from competitors that sell similar product or services. The goal of branding is to earn a space in the minds of target audience to become the preferred option when doing business. Now, this is a really crucial uh, a way of putting it out there, but everybody has their own perspective of branding because everybody here has a different way of how they do business. Kaylin, what are your thoughts on, on what is branding so far? Um, I totally agree with you. I think that there's a, I would add a, sort of practical nuance to it in that in the digital age where we are flooded with choice, the switching costs for consumers have dropped to virtually zero, right? We get bombarded with ads digitally all day long in every, you know, in every channel, all over our phone, all over our feeds and where the space is just so crowded and it's easier than ever to start a brand. It's just as easy, if not easier to switch brands. So if you are a brand or you're a creator, you do have to create that story that, you know, resonates with people and keeps them in your orbit. Because if you are 
away luggage, for example, you know, that spawned that new sort of travel industry, that new chic, sleek um, DTC uh, suitcase company a couple of years ago has spawned infinite competitors and copycats who may do it, you know, cheaper, may be more accessible, may have a brick and mortar. All of those all of those competitive advantages can go away in the blink of an eye when somebody decides to hop in and copy you. So your branding is what keeps people interested in your story. And like we were saying earlier, you know, identifying with a world that they want to see, however they feel about themselves and their worldview is what they need you to resonate with in order to stick with you. You know, and there's some brands that like I would only rock or I only pay, I would only wear. And that's because they've done a good job keeping me uh, in their life cycle, telling a story that connects with me. And I think as entrepreneurs, content creators, NFT artists, uh, influencers that, that are here or that are listening on the podcast, I think the, the thing that I want, we, we, I want everybody to focus on is, is it building to connect, Right. I think that or built or built to connect. There you go. I think that is something for us to think about as we're building a brand. How can I create something that's going to resonate with somebody to, to tell a story, but tell a story to the right person. So let's actually dive into the three pillars that I, I think we should all really focus on on 2023. Now, each one of these are very important. And as you guys are starting out your business or starting your entrepreneurship, it's really crucial to understand these three things and to not 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 uh not slack on any of them because it, they really make a, a difference so the first one is going to be brand strategy define who you are right who who is who should care about your brand and who's the brand for I think those are those are three things for you guys to really think about as you guys are coming out in 2024 and you guys might have been all over the place, but the more defined, the more clarity that you get on the brand, it, the more it's easier going to be for you to do a lot of things that we're going to talk about here in the future around strategy, marketing, uh, and identity. But having a really clear understanding of your strategy really takes the initiative and lays the foundation in the very beginning. Kaylin, what are your thoughts on that? I fully agree. And I, there's... Uh, a strategist and typographer and he's done all kinds of things but a guy named Chris Doe um, you know talks about reducing your personal brand or your brand into a two word identifier right like what's your two word brand and the reason you do this is because I, I love the um, analogy he uses your life story whether it's you as an individual or a brand your story is like the internet it is vast, it is sprawling, and it goes all over the place. But when you can take a, you know, take a position and create a lens through which you tell your stories, the ones that are most relevant will sort of emerge and they, they fill out that brand story. And so you have a perspective, you have a lens, you have a way to connect with people once you've selected your own branding and you can distill it down super, super tight into two words that then becomes what you would equate with Google, right? It's like, that's your search engine and everything can get filtered through that. It's, it's almost a shortcut to learning how to tell your story once you have been able to identify with and connect with, 
what your brand is, that takes a lot of work. I think that's actually the hardest part is figuring out what your brand is and being able to be so tight and efficient with it that it's down to two words, right? And then once you have that, once you've said, this is who I am and this is the position that I take or this is what I represent in the world, now your storytelling becomes naturally consistent. And so you sort of evolve and fulfill that brand narrative without really having to do a lot of construction that can often come out, you know, come off as artificial or ring as hollow. So that's, that's sort of my, the color that I would add there and think it's an interesting challenge for people to take on in, can you define your personal brand in two words? It's harder than, it's harder than you think. Um, And it seems like, How can everybody have unique identifiers in a two word statement, but it's possible. And it's, it just takes a lot of work to really, really hone in. But once you can do that, you've created this whole, you know, you've kind of paved the road for yourself. You know, I think having that, the initiative step is as like a content creator or someone that has like an NFT project, or I have a business. Sometimes I'm like, what, what, what should I create? What type of post should I create? right Mm -hmm. absolutely and you you always kind of go back is like should i just do gm you know or should should i create a blog article or you know but what type of article should i create or you know and maybe you start looking at other people and you start getting influenced by other people (laughs) and 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 what happens what happens is that you really kind of steer away from your brand and the and, and it happens, it happens to me all the time where I'm seeing like squirrel and I'm like, oh shit, I, you know, and I forget about what I'm creating. But then when, when I home back of like, when I have my clear head done with my exercise and, 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 and I'm home and I'm at my right pad, I'm like, man, go back to my, my mission, my strategy of, of like, what, what am I really here for? What am I really creating? And then from there, it, it just makes it easier to generate content. And the content is really good. Then the content is really on brand with what you're talking about. That's it. You've got to know your brand and stick to your brand. But I will say, just to put a finer point on that, you know, one of the old style growth hacks uh, on Twitter that was bouncing around during 2023 quite a bit, probably 22 as well, was, you know, like stick to th- no more than three things. It was like, if you like horseback riding, running and baking, like those are your things and that's all you're allowed to talk about. Or if you're a parent and a teacher and you're interested in, you know, populating apples, wh- whatever it is, they, they gave you these old school advice of like, pick three things, do not go beyond those bounds because that is your brand and that's what people know. But I think we are, you know, as multidimensional people, when you're an individual brand, you should be able to talk about just about anything that feels authentic to you. However, if you do it through the lens of this is my brand, right? Like this is my two word distilled brand or this is the lens that I put on everything, you'll find consistency and your silver thread in a different way that doesn't limit your topics. I think limiting your topics that you can or do talk about can feel like a bit of a prison and you're gonna end up banging your head against the wall being like, what do I talk about today? I don't have anything with you know horses or apples or baking today that's going on in my life, but I wanna engage with my audience. You can do that if you've taken a position rather than created you know, silos. So 
I think that's another way to look at it is going forward, you know, think about how can you filter your everyday experiences through your unique lens so that your narrative remains consistent without being boxed into, uh, you know, categorical discussions. Oh, this is butter. This sounds so amazing. <laughs> uh, this is this is why I connected with you and I wanted to reach out with you. And uh, we also have a lot of great guests that are going to come up here and share their knowledge here, here, here in a little bit. But you are really like you are nailing it. I'm so happy I got the right person here. Uh, so we talked about brand strategy. Now I've got two more that, that I really want to hit on. And um after we do all three, I'm going to give you guys a, ch a cheat code after we talk about all these three of what you need to do to really take it to the next level. Um, I want you to maybe talk about brand identity, because when people talk about brand identity, it's here's my logo. Right. <laughs> and um, and, and for, for me, I thought that's what it was. Brand identity, my colors. But I think there's a little bit more to that. Um, I, and I want to kind of lean on you to maybe help answer some other things, some other ways that we can start thinking about brand identity. Yeah, sure. Um, I think that there is vote. There's voice. Um, that's a big one. Brand identity translates often digitally. And so, you know, when you go to a website and you get a 404 error, here's a decent example, right? There are some folks that get creative with it and they put a little T-Rex who like can't reach a computer or whatever it is, right? They're cheeky or they are super sophisticated and they match or they intentionally mismatch typefaces. You know, those visual elements are not just logo and colors, but they do have a lot to do with a digital translation. Um, voice is really, really big. What kind of vocabulary do you use? Are you witty? Are you sassy? Are you, you know, do you use Arial font only and, you know, dictionary words at exactly a ninth grade reading level? Those sorts of things are, are nuances that I think it's worth paying attention to because that again forms layers of consistency across your channels um you know do you i'm gonna you don't know, go ahead please oh i, I want to add to that i think it's overall really helps the communication absolutely right having the visuals the right colors and the right colors are what it's in your target audience range group right um, or the right font right if we're if our target audience is kids obviously we're going to use a lot of different colors Mm -hmm. Right. And we're going to make the font at a certain certain way. Right. But if my target audience is older, I'm going to be make sure that I use the right colors and I'm going to be using big fonts for them to read for accessibility. And, and that really takes a presence when you start thinking psychological in your brain. What color should I choose? Um, you know, here's here's a fun statistic for you. Seventy percent of companies use the color blue. Blue. And yes, exactly. I mean, we went seventy percent. Uh, so that lets you know for uh, you know figuring out what we were going to do for magnetics. And I was like, oh, this is so boring. I do. Have yeah. To, so I want to let you finish, but I have, a, I have a counterpoint on this exact item. But please go ahead. Yeah. So so what I'm saying is that you really have to really think about your identity before you start. You can't just throw up a PFP or throw up an owl and just be like, yo, this is it. This is my identity. There's more to it. And I think what we're trying to do is bring more awareness to it. So as you are going into 2024 as a content creator, as an entrepreneur, 
because it's the new year, it's a perfect, perfect time to start implementing that, to start creating something new and to put yourself out there in, in a different vibe or if a different uh, theme that you did before, because you're, you you want to make better decisions to grow. I mean, it is, it's a perfect time. I just sent a sort of recap and manifesto, if you will, to our internal team yesterday as an end of 2023. Um, and I was saying in it, I think that, you know, very little of this giant tide, this tide shift or sea change that's happening has anything to do with numbers on a calendar. But symbolically, it can be a great time to, you know, leverage that newness and people's renewed attention and investment and, you know, creative wellsprings to just say, sure, it's a new year. Does that matter, you know, to my brand? No. Does it matter to, you know, the economy? Yes and no. But here is this arbitrary marker and I'm going to use that as a springboard to say it's time for me to sit down evaluate, reevaluate, refine, and, and what have you. But the one thing that I was going to say about, you know, colors and fonts and branding, uh, it's James Victoria who says often the right answer is the wrongest answer. He's also a typographer and an artist. And he was talking about doing all of these book jackets with completely unexpected, like it's a World War II, it's a book about World War II, Maybe I'm going to use a thin, fine script font or something that, you know, not the gothic century font that you'd expect. It depends on your brand as well. Like maybe your brand is contrarianism. Maybe you go against the grain. And so I would be thoughtful, not just about your audience. Be more concerned with who you are first. And then you'll find your audience. Like maybe you do want to reach this certain crowd but forever and every man, that's going to be work for you. You're going to have to think about what do they want. If instead you're putting out what really resonates with you, you will find your pre-populated oh, oh, you... oh, you're back. Oh, you're back. That. Um, yeah, it may take a little longer to find when you are using, when you're starting with something that's not predefined, like horse enthusiasts, right? You're actually just saying, I'm a, you know, what's most authentic to me is this wild and weird combination of features and I will find my people. And then you don't have to think so much about content. Then, you know, again, it's upfront work, but then everything that comes out of you is organic and reaching people in a way where they've opted in rather than trying to satisfy them or think about what do they want to hear from me? Because there are plenty of, there are people a dime a dozen who are already catering to what they think that group wants. So figure out what you want first. And if that's weird fonts and wild colors, then, then great. You'll find the people that love that and think, oh, you know, this is a little bit it takes me a little longer to read because that wasn't the clearest sentence, but it was artistic and I'm here for that. You know, it's like the, the fewer people who love it, love it that much more. And if it's for everybody, it's for nobody. Casey Neistat uh, used to say, if you're doing what everybody else is doing, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, absolutely, Because there right? are enough people uh, out there doing whatever that thing is. When you look left and you look right and see it happening elsewhere and you look at it and go, oh, that's how I should do it. Why? Because it worked for them, but now you're just a follower 
and you're not really offering, you're offering diluted content. And if it's inauthentic, you're going to have such a hard time sustaining that. Yeah, your identity is kind of just washed because everybody else looks the same. Uh, you're saying the right, the same message, and that happens. Um, it's it's good to look at competitors, but look at competitors and see what the what the gap is. I think that's some like that's one thing that we need to look at is that when we look at competitors or see what everybody else is doing, is don't try to mimic them. See where the gaps are. See what see see what value that they're providing and how can we uh, assist that or even help that. I think that's 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 a good way for us to look at it. So brand marketing, I think, is the third the third pillar that I want us to kind of talk about where where it's really important. And I think a lot of us sometimes shoot and spray when we talk about brand marketing. You know, um, for me, the way I look at it is getting your brand or getting your content in front of the right audience. And not not only doing that is to have different flavors of content marketing. Right, you could have social media, audio, podcasts, video has now really ringed up more than it has ever been, you know, than it ever has before, especially with short videos. You know, one thing that I'm trying to experiment is doing live streaming, getting on front of the camera and, and saying, hello everyone, my name is Creative. And in today's live stream, we're gonna be talking about this. But what it's doing, it's adding more credibility because people get to see who I am. They're able to connect with the person that's talking about the product or the service or being able to provide thought leadership. Key word here today, guys, thought leadership around brand marketing. I think those are those are some things to think about. Kaylin, what are your thoughts more on growing uh, brand marketing? Yeah, I think you hit it. <laughs> I think the point that I'd love to expand on here is getting in front of the right audience, right? It's figuring out who you resonate with. I think getting in front of the camera, live streaming is so important. It is really, really engaging. People love to understand who they're talking to. They find a way, you know, to connect with you. And if they do, once they do, they're in because you're a human, you've humanized yourself, you've humanized the brand. And I think the way that individual creators you know, we also went through the last two years or eight, you know, 18 to 24 months of having cartoon PFPs for almost everybody on Twitter. In if you were in like Web3 at all, that was the big thing. And, you know, you come to identify that with a brand, sure. But then once the market shakes, you know who the person is behind that. And so I think it's a very destabilizing force for, for some, you know, brands themselves. So you have to think about like, who is it that I'm looking to connect with? Having a, having like a, a board eight PFP while the market was hot was actually a giant indicator of trust. Like a whole community felt like they resonated with you immediately. And if you had a human PFP, they wouldn't know what, you know, they couldn't tell you from Joe next door. So it has its pros and cons, but being in the right mix and figuring out, well, what if, like, what am I doing and what is the, what is my voice attempting to deliver? And what is the medium that will resonate with my people? Streaming doesn't work for everyone, but you who has, you know, confidence and a presence and a lot to say, you want to be a thought leader in various capacities. That's beautiful for you. I, you know, Pepsi doing live streaming doesn't work in the same way, right? Them doing like picking one person out of a multi-thousand person conglomerate doesn't exactly land the same way and it doesn't get people to buy into the brand itself. It's just like, okay, cool. There's a human back here who cares or gets paid a lot. 
So I think you have to be thoughtful as well about what is the, like, who is my audience? Have I found them yet? Or am I still trying new things to figure out what my, who my audience truly is and what resonates with both me and them collectively? And then where do I find them? You know, meet people where they are. My co-founder Magnetic Tyler was a Twitch streamer for a long time. And like that has a very specific audience and it is a way that people get familiar with connecting and building relationships with people they may never meet, you know, in real life. But if you are a creator who is looking to work with, you know, high security brands on, you know, uh, you know, government level agencies or whatever it is, right? If that's your thing, then maybe, maybe being out there in the public isn't, Zach XDT shouldn't be out in the public showing his face all the time, right? You just have to be thoughtful about it and see, does this work? Because what works for you will not work for someone else. It may not suit their personality and or their brand. So that's just a, I know that's a sort of fluid answer, but it really is about finding what's going to resonate with the people who you want to communicate with the most. And then once you figure that out, you got to figure out how to say that same message 50 different ways. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, and, and one thing about marketing and, and, you know, I've done a couple classes and I've had people come up to me like, Hey, creative, you know, I created this awesome thread. I created this graphic and it hit, but, but I didn't get any sales or uh, I didn't get any traction. So I didn't get any followers. And I asked them, well, how many times did you do it? Mm -hmm. Classic for sure. Uh, you know, I did it for one week, right? This isn't a one week challenge. Marketing and branding is a journey. Oh yeah. Entire narrative. People want to have something to trust. And that's this, you know, we want to accompany you along the journey and we don't immediately trust you. We need to witness what, who you are and what you're about. You can't sort of like come out of the woodwork, set, drop a couple gems, no matter how brilliant they are. People may love the tweet. They may retweet the tweet you know, or repost the post, excuse me, on X, um, you know, they may engage with it because it was a great gem, but they still know nothing about you. And they haven't seen a cadence or consistency. Consistency is ridiculously important in a way that I know frustrates many, many creators. It's like you have to take thousands of at-bats before, you know, those you know, it, consistency does accumulate and you never know exactly when it will hit, but you do need that behind you before people actually look at you like a brand, a thought leader, or, you know, a three-dimensional human. You know, and, and the more you market, the more you establish yourself, the more you actually really grow your brand. So if you're someone that's an attorney, a trial lawyer that talks about Web3 all day, that's constantly providing thought leadership blog articles on LinkedIn, and your name is Mitch Jackson, and you're constantly providing content, when someone in my community asks for that type of solution, who do you think I'm going to refer to 10 Absolutely. out of 10? Absolutely. Right. And, and in this world, I think this is something I, I've learned when, in, when I started getting more into uh, my 30s is it's really about your network. Right. So when I'm thinking about uh, Revel cards, I'm thinking about Dream. Right. When I'm thinking about Magic Eden, I'm probably thinking about Big Nil. When I'm thinking about women in tech technology, you know, I'm thinking about Vance, I'm thinking about Maria, and I'm thinking about content creators. Yeah. Right. Um, 
And if I'm thinking about who are people in, in this industry that are doing it, I look at the consistency and that's for me, that's, that's, that, that's that, uh, that meter of brand. And every single time they post or talk about what their thoughts are, thought leadership or their insights, that meter goes up just a little bit higher. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason just it's a little called bit building higher. your brand and not declaring your brand. And it just took one tweet or one gem of a, you know, a position on, or a t hot take then everybody would be a brand, but it's building for a reason because it does take time and it takes building trust along the way. Man, okay, so we've talked about the three pillars and brand strategy, brand identity, and brand marketing. And I think to really help you keep on track for 2024 is I love affirmations. I'm, I'm a big affirmation, guys. Maybe create a, a vision board of what, what you want your brand to look like. And keep it near your desk. Maybe make it as an image, as, as your screensaver. Use AI, whatever you want, and create a vision board of what you want your brand to look like in 2024. Having that visualization and looking at that daily, it's going to give you that dopamine, and it's going to excite you every single day of what you're striving for or what you want to get out of your yourself or your product or your service. So I think that's one of the things that I want you guys to do into 2024 is to take kind of the three pillars that we talked about, create a vision board of what you want to be. Do you want to be an awesome speaker and crush it in the crowds? Do you want to be the top artist in this industry? Do you want to take your NFT brand at a certain level? Do you want to take your entrepreneurship at this level? It all starts with visualization. And I think creating that vision board, I think is going to help support that. I want to jump into our next topic, um, which is going to be actionable steps. And then I'm going to invite, I've got Neil, I've got some other great speakers up here that I'm going to invite for them to give us their, their take on how to grow your brand in 2024. But I want to welcome everybody to the new Mastermind Owls podcast, where we help entrepreneurs, digital content creators grow their online presence and their business. I'm your host, Creative. And in this episode, we're diving into how to grow your brand in 2024. Join us today as we explore tactics, emerging trends, and critical insights to help your brand thrive for this upcoming year. So let's dive into the, the actionable steps. So here's some actionable things that I want you guys to talk, start thinking about for 2024. I'll kind of go through these kind of quickly. Um, I think what we talked about earlier with the three pillars are really going to help resonate when we talked about brand strategy, brand identity, and brand marketing. But here's some actionable steps for you to take into 2024. First one is build to connect. Make sure that you're building content. Um, you're building value, you're creating stories that are connecting with your target audience. I think this is probably one of the most powerful things that you can do to really grow your brand. I know I myself have been slacking on this, but I'm really going to be focusing in to take initiative to just focus on what my target audience is, what I'm doing, and to deliver that as much as possible. Second part is to know your why. Why am I in this space? What is the value that I'm trying to provide to people? If someone were to listen to me or listen to someone else, why is that, right? So start thinking about that and start thinking about the actionable steps to understand your why. The next one is make sure you have a really strong brand and vision. And I know this is like ABC one, two, three, but this is the perfect time in the new year to kind of rewrite your, your mission. Why should people follow me? Why am I doing this? So when you are creating content, you always know to fall back on what's gonna to matter to you and to keep your brand alive and growing in the right direction. The next one is understanding your market. 
man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Understand who you're talking to. Understand the generation, understand their lingo, understand their community, and understand what are they into. So if you can tie your brand into what they're into, help provide value, provide thought leadership, anything around that is really going to amplify your your brand heading into 2024. Staying in topic trends of what people are talking about and providing your niche and your own thought about it in an uplift positive way is going to help others. And the other one is brand positioning. Be there at the right time. Get your ads in the right place. Know when to post, when not to post, uh, and be consistent with it. I think those are really big things where people, um, you'll see people or brands really stand out from others of their positioning of where they are, what space that they're in, how they're, they're using LinkedIn, how they're using YouTube, how they're using live stream, how they are positioning themselves to be a well-known brand in this new in this new digital realm of 2024. So those are my actionable steps to head into 2024. Kaylin, I'm going to turn it over to you. Is there some one of these that stood out you the most before we uh, listen to some of our experts that come up? I mean, I think we addressed most of them early on, but I would love to just take the position that stringing authenticity throughout each of those each of those you know tactical steps is super super critical. There are absolutely algorithmic supports for posting at certain times. But if you are a night owl, stick with it. And the people that are up when you are up are going to be around, you know, and you can repost, you know, another time, 12 hours later, do an automatic repost. I think getting into some of the traps of, you know, just looking at what works best goes you know, is a difficult balance as we were just talking about what works for everyone else shouldn't be what you adopt. And so, you know, you've got to sort of navigate and I would love to hear from, sorry about that. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Say it again. Yeah. So I just, I want to weave authenticity into it. And I would love to hear like the folks who are coming up onto the panel, how do you integrate? Yes, there are best practices. Yes, there are things that you can do to optimize, but how do you also balance that with staying true to as we were talking about earlier, your very particular and specific brand. I want to welcome Big Neil, one of the partners at Deturians, also a, a business, I don't know how this, uh, business consultant for Magic Eden, uh, a good friend of mine uh, who has been in this space for about two years, has been rocking and rolling, and he has been doing such an amazing job building his brand uh, with thought leadership. Uh, so, Neil, welcome to the stage. We'd love to get your input on what are some ways people could what could do to uplift their brand to grow in 2024. Absolutely creative, and I just want to appreciate like you know the topic that you brought up, and always hosting fantastic rooms. And uh, I think like diversifying is one of those biggest things uh, that uh, you know you do really well. It's the live streaming, it's the podcasting. It's the spaces. It's making sure that you have good content out there and you're providing value long-term for our people who want to educate themselves, right? Like that's like the biggest portion of success that you've had. And it's how we originally connected. You were hosting the mega creative show when I was just a young, you know, not web three native marketer. Uh, and I learned a lot right in those per in, in those stages. So uh, that's been consistency for you. Um, the, you know, kind of just how Kaylin said that. And I also want to give a bunch of love to Kaylin. I've you know, just hearing your insights here today, and I've connected with the Colony team a number of times, like excellent team across the board. So just really excited to 
uh, you know, connect with you and meet you and learn more about what everyone's doing out here. But from my perspective, um, you know, we touched on it a little bit while you all were having the initial conversation. And it's in that, like the way that I found it worked the best is in that authenticity uh, realm, right? Like, how can you speak to people and make sure that you're building a like really authentic relationship with them, right? And from my and from my experience, the best way I've done that is through one-on-one calls, right? Uh, furthermore, past just like doing a a casual space and coming up and having a conversation, being like, "Oh my gosh, like you're so fantastic! I love your project. I love this. I love that." That's fine. Um, but when you have like a 30 minutes, so like a four, like an hour set time with a person on a one-to-one basis, that can really set the stage for how your connection continues to move forward, right? And now I've had that eye-to-eye connection with you. Now I've had that uh, verbal, like, here's your background, here's my background, here's what passions and uh, what, you know, what we share in this space. And how can we grow, connect, and uh, really thrive together as we move forward here? So uh, my entire goal, and like Smokey and some of the team over at Polygon have really emphasized this, um, my entire goal in this space is to onboard people effectively, whether that's into blockchain and I and I educate my uh, non-native uh, friends who haven't dove into this technology yet, or it's into Polygon directly in the ecosystem that I operate primarily in. Um, every single time they say onboarding is a one-to-one conversation. So I, any single time that somebody tweets out something or posts out something about, about interest on Polygon, anytime that any of my friends are like, yo, no, like, are you still, you know, you still diving into crypto? Like, what are you doing over there? I instantly say like, yo, like, let's just chat. Let's set up a meeting. Let's grab a beer. Let's grab some coffee. Let's jump on a zoom. Let's have a discussion about it. And that always leads to them understanding that this is something I value on a peer to peer basis, right? One person connecting with one person, and then it focuses onto how you brand yourself and how you continue to grow and how you, you can, you can share in those values. So that's, what's been working really well for me overall. Uh, and people resonate with that because it makes a real relationship with people out here. So I appreciate that conversation point and uh, really excited to hear from others. Absolutely. Uh, being yourself available, being authentic. Now, if you could go back in your very first, very when you first started, what would be the one advice you would give to yourself? Oh, man, don't lose yourself. Um, the, the one thing I spoke and I was, uh, you know, honored to be a, a part of the Omega meeting, which is hosted by the Matic man, Tony, everyone should know the Matic man. If you're in Polygon, he runs the crypto crew and the crew community, really successful project over here. Um, and so he invited me on the Omega meeting, which is like the, the essentially educational conference that they host for certain holders, right? There was like 40, 50 people in the room. We had a big discussion. And the one thing that I said I regretted uh, is that I became, in my first entire year, I became Detorians, right? Which is my, my project that uh, me and my team founded. Like I was Detorians. I would go on spaces. I would co-host from Detorians. People called me Detorians. Like everybody didn't know who Nil was, right? And so when you're so focused on only doing one thing, right? When you're so focused on minting or sales or, 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 or making sure that you're presented very well, you limit yourself, right? I found myself in conversations and I wasn't able to express myself fully because I was too worried about it leaving a bad impression on what Detorians is building, right? Uh, which is like a family fun, fun brand. It's, 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 it's kid friendly. We're building uh, like real world activations and really geared towards the youth and parents, right? So I wasn't able to speak on topics that weren't in that direction. 
Uh, but then as soon as I became nil, like as soon as I locked into who I was and uh, really I started like last year doing this a lot. I had like 500 followers on this account. The last year I've put effort into just being nil. Uh, and it's uh, it's opened up a, a plethora of doors for me, right? Opportunities with Magic Eden, opportunities like assisting other people grow and host spaces for them. And so the one thing I, I really encourage everyone to do, yes, establish a really strong professional brand. If you're founding a project, if you're starting a business, whatever it may be, but also establish a really strong personal brand too because if you just establish that professional side of it you're going to see yourself lock into one type of like communication style and it's going to limit your expression and your ability to connect with people in that authentic way that i kind of spoke on mm, Jalen, have you ever lost your lost yourself supporting someone else's brand or organization that you lost yourself <laughs> uh, i feel like it happens a lot uh it happened to me so i was wondering if it's happened to you before it hasn't yet. I have a um, probably an almost unpalatably strong personal <laughs> conviction and that that cuts both ways, but that's part of my brand, right? Which is love it or leave it. And so anything that I've done with and for other brands is because of who I have, you know, built myself up to be organically, but I do see it happen a lot and it is really common. It's not, you know, it's not that I'm just some superhero. It's I think that I'm, you know, pretty acerbic <laughs> and nobody would ask me to, you know, to, to tow their company line unless it was fully aligned already. So, but I, it is very easy to happen, especially when you want to be supportive and somebody, I just want to circle back because somebody did comment earlier that I didn't get to or see while we were speaking on it. But, you know, how does it work if you're not docs, if you refuse to docs? your brand is your brand and if you want you know if you want the company to be your brand or you want your you know alter ego to be your brand that is fine you just have to be able to really authentically support it you have to become it and it can't be it can't be an act right when you realize there's a little bit of tension or conflict between the brand and your authentic self it's not necessarily that one is not truer than the other it's just it's going to be so difficult to maintain that facade or that, you know, like we were talking about earlier, it's gonna be so much harder to keep things running smoothly um, for yourself. So, you know, my advice on that on that topic is is really find it first, act on it next, and then it'll be a smoother sailing. You know, and that's something I've I've been dealing with and it's something Mitch Mitch Jackson uh, brought out in at the Creative Talk where Sometimes the brands they they see you know the 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 digital avatar, but they want to know who Eric is. They want to know who he is, what his background is, and sometimes those conversations are going to be needed because those are the conversations that allow me to network and and have more opportunities. And um, I'm like half docs, half not. I'm like I'm like the in between, um, just because of who I am and what I do, and I want to keep privacy, um, but sometimes you're going to have to step out of your circle, do things uncomfortable uh, because sometimes businesses really want to deal with that person. Uh, they don't want to deal with the creative house. They want to just deal with Eric. So it, it, it really ties in of what my brand is. Right. So I'm like in the mix of trying to figure that out as a content creator, as a thought leader in the space of what, what is that balance? But that's for a different discussion. Great, great, great talking points to know. And, um, yeah, this is this this is going to get a really good conversation. I do want to turn it over to Maria. Maria, welcome to the Mastermind Owls podcast. As we are talking about how to grow your brand, 
what is your take of how do you grow your brand heading into 2024? Hey guys, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I think uh, I will agree with everything that has been said. I think it's really important to keep loyal to yourself and just don't try to play any persona, any role, because we realize that that will end up, you know, everyone will realize which is your true self. So there is no point to try to play any role. I've been always myself since the beginning, like, you know, I've been always open, um, really accessible for everyone. If, you know, someone has issues or they want to jump into the NFT, I'm always trying to show myself as an example because I jump into the NFT space without knowing anyone, right? So it is like, yes, you can do it as well. So I will say that I think it's really important to, to be loyal who, which are your values and yourself. Um, I agree on what Kate, Caitlin said, like at the end, even though maybe you are just pointed out a really niche section of the entire space, I truly believe that at the end, your audience will find you. And you really want rather to have a small audience, but the ones that really resonate, um, you know, like trust your vision rather than trying to onboard everyone, right? So that will be my takes. Fantastic take. Kayla, anything you want to add to that? No, I think that was, I mean, I agree with Maria. Yeah, in the end, that's that's what matters is resonating and finding, finding your true people. Um, and then, although it may take a little bit longer, it's worth the work. Um, and yeah, that's the long and the short of it as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that is to be genuine and just focus on one, you know, gaining, gaining, gaining that right target audience member. I'd rather have one loyal brand, brand customer or someone to follow me instead of having 10 fake people that they're not really in it, right? Um, and over time, you'll see that scale as long as you're being consistent. And I think that's what, what it really comes down to is the consistency with the branding that we've talked about. I wanna turn it over to, go ahead, Kaylin. Yeah, I just wanted to say on that, and we touched on it almost before about, you know, uh, copying or a playbook of influencers who are bigger than you and saying, okay, this is how to grow followers. This is how to grow followers. And you do exactly what they do, which is sort of a diluted version of them. But I also think it's very important to figure out why, why do you want people to follow you? Like for what, you know, it's a vanity metric and by and large people want followers, but what is it that you have to say? If you, again, if you haven't done the work to figure out what your voice really is or what your worldview is that you want people to get on board for, why the vanity metric, right? And I, I think we see that people, you see people sort of like evolving their ethos and their perspective and their point of view as they grow in follower count, but then nobody really knows what to expect. And they're sort of like, I, you used to be this, you used to be that. And it's like, well, yeah, often enough, you were copying a playbook that now doesn't feel authentic. You have to reach for different content and maybe you go deeper inside and get a little bit more organic about it, but that's not the audience you've built. You've built off the back of somebody else's audience. So now the people who are here aren't sure what they're seeing or don't understand where to place you anymore. So that's more of a cautionary tale, but it ties into sort of taking the time early on 
to hone in on who you are and who you want to connect with before actually going out and trying to mimic these playbooks or, you know, build up a vanity metric. Mm, love that. Well said. We're going to have to clip that one. That was fantastic. I want to turn the <laughs> mic over to uh, Crookshank. Welcome to the Mastermind Owls podcast. I've heard you in spaces. You have a lot of thought leadership when it comes to marketing, sales, um, and, and understanding brand. Love to get your intake is uh, what are some ways that you're looking to grow your brand into 2024? Now, th this has been a fantastic discussion because it's making me, you know, kind of look at things and kind of go, man, I, there's a lot of improvements that, that I can make in what I do. And, and, and see, part of my problem is just, you know, I, I think you need to identify what weaknesses that you have. And so, like, for example, for me, you know, my, my weakness is, is, is I'm a person who really likes to get approval from others. And, and I have a really hard time saying no. I mean, just a very hard time saying no. So, so for example, there, there, for me, I, I support a lot of projects and then it, it's hard to sit there because if, if, you know, when people see that you support a project and then you're not promoting that project, you know, it, it's just kind of like, well, hey, aren't you supposed to be promoting my project? And it's just like, oh, I mean, I, I don't get paid to promote anyone's project, but sure, I'll, I'll sit there and, and send a tweet or I'll post something about, you know, something that, you know, your project is doing. And, and then it's, it's, it's hard because then if you don't promote that project or say something about that project, then, you know, people sit there and say, well, God, if you're not going to say something about my project, then I'm not going to say anything about your project. And then at the end of the day, they got to look at it and kind of go, well, you know, because really for me, I'm, I'm a co-founder in a project, but that's just because I was elevated from a, you know, community member. And they said, hey, we really like what you do in a community. So, I mean, for me, like I said, I, I promote so many different projects in a way where I'm supportive but I think sometimes that um, hurts my identity because people are probably confused as to, well, what is he really doing? Where is he really at? What does he align himself to? So for me, you know, I, I probably need to take a step back and sit there and say, okay, hey, going forward, you know, what can I do to better establish my brand and to be a thought leader as opposed to, hey, I'm going to take a bunch of spaghetti, throw it on the wall and just see what sticks. So I mean, I, I think that there's just some soul searching that everyone can kind of do to really establish who they want to be and how they can better themselves for the upcoming year. Looks like my job here is done, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just kidding. Um, you know, I think that's that's what it's about. I think that's why we're doing this podcast is to help entrepreneurs and content creators like yourself or others that are listening is how, how do I really scale myself? But how do I scale myself in going into the right direction? You bring a lot of value, right? But you're bringing a lot of value to like five different paths. And if you were to take all those and put it just in one path, you'll be able to go faster. You'll be able to go longer and you'll be able to connect with more people along the way. You've got the voice for it. Um, it's now it's time to get, you know, get your ducks in, in the row and and make you know make make date maybe data driven decisions look at your analytics look at your community members and say okay what's giving me the best return on investment if you're spending this amount of time on social media and you're helping this brand well what is that return on investment by helping that brand and start eliminating the ones that are not giving you the best return on investment and and for you i mean it's kind of sky's the limit you know you you've got the voice you got the attitude and um you know you you really got it in yourself to do it
Yeah, I, I think probably a, a question that would be interesting is because I, I think what's happened is sometimes you just get involved in a lot of different projects because the hope is, you know, that, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm inside of your project as well. And it's not that you're trying to, you know, quote unquote, recruit people away from a project. But what you want to try and do is get, you know, more eyes onto other projects. I mean, I, I think when you sit there and put all of your eggs into one basket, I mean, I, I think then, you know, there, there's going to be, you know, the, the, I don't think that's ever a good thing. And so p part of me spreading myself so thin is, you know, hey, I, I want other communities to kind of see that there's so many good things that are out there. You know, you, you don't necessarily need to spend all of your time in one specific project, but, but get out there and see what's out there because you might be in a project where y your skill set might work better in another project. And so I, I think that's something that I've attempted to do, but, but maybe I'm failing at doing it because, you know, I, I think that there's, you know, again, there could be some confusion or there, there could be some resentment. Um, I, I know that, you know, because I'll linger in and, and get into a lot of different uh, discords. And I, I mean, I can see what people say about, you know, me at times because, you know, I, I, you know, people will just say stuff and, and, you know, they don't realize that, Hey, well, I'm, I'm right here. You don't need, you know, you, if you, if you have a problem with me, you can come directly to me and say that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's just interesting. Cause at the end of the day, all I'm trying to do is, is provide as many eyes on as many projects as possible. And you know what, you're just not going to please everybody. And, and some people are just, you know, they just have a, a negative mindset regardless. And so I, I just got to be okay with people not liking me sometimes, uh, especially when all I'm trying to do is, is just give my best with whatever I do. Oh man, I feel you on that. Uh, maybe we'll do a show of, of how to ignore the haters uh, and, and, and um, how to keep building and stay focused. Cause I think that's something that can really stop a lot of uh, the momentum of how you're building, if you get a, a negative input or someone says something about you and you could be sensitive, right? And it could affect how your production, your productivity. Um, but I'm letting you know what you're doing is fantastic. Uh, I look at you as a thought leader in the space. Uh, it's, I'm really happy that you came here today and um, you got something out of today. Out of If there's anything that we talked about, if you got something in this space that you learned something and you're going to take it actionable, that's 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 a big dub for me and, and, and anybody here that's listening here. Oh, no, I, I definitely did. And I'm, I, like I said, you know, first thing I'm going to do when I get off after I, 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 I will have to get off because I got some hospital calls that I got to get to you know, talking about spreading yourself thin, but I, I will, you know, sit there and identify a, a few certain things. And then what I'll do is I'm just going to connect with you individually and just share some stuff just because I, I really love what you're doing, how you're doing it. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, the, the space that you did, you know, where you were doing some mutations, I thought was super cool. Um, so yeah, I, I'll, I'll connect with you on a, on an individual basis. But again, I, I really appreciate the invite and the opportunity just to kind of, you know, listen to, you know, Big Neil and to Maria and, and certain people on here. And uh, especially, you know, you and your, your co-host, Kaylin, you guys have just been really good with what you guys have shared. So really appreciate that. So thanks. Yeah, thanks for being up here. Kalen, you're the rock star. I hope, man, I'm happy we connected and uh, you said yes to today. You've really helped uh, drive this conversation and, and bring a different insights and different perspective. And that's what we're trying to do on this podcast. And uh, I'm really thankful that you're here today. Is there anything you want to say to, to Crookshrink before I go to Vanessa? 
no, yes, I think you're amazingly self-aware. I would never, you know, I don't have a position on what you particularly support versus what you don't. And the sheer fact that you can look at it and say, you know what, maybe this is a little too transactional or maybe this is tit for tat and it's not the most, you know, useful expenditure of my time or it's wasting a little bit of energy or and or goodwill when people are expecting things from you. I think that's an amazing thing to be able to step back and look. And I think that we could all use a dose of zooming out as we go into 2024. Again, it's not about the calendar year, but it is a nice arbitrary marker. It's a nice symbol of, you know, taking a pause and seeing what's working. What do you want to keep doing in the coming year? And what do you maybe need to get rid of? So very cool. And I appreciate your incredible self-awareness and it's really awesome listening to you. I think you're a super genuine guy. So I appreciate all your contributions. Yeah, and thanks. And I, and I apologize. I, I do have to step out, but thank you so much for the invite. Go save lives. It, that was great. Yeah, thank you very much. Take care, guys. Thank you. Thank you. I want to turn it over to uh, Vanessa Vance. Uh, welcome to the Mastermind Out podcast show. Love to get your intake of how you're going to be growing your brand in 2024. Hey, everyone. Uh, thank you so much again, Owls, for the invite. Well, uh, Mason Speakers here and... Uh, you guys cover a lot of things that I want to do for the next year. And I've always, since every show that Ari has done, I have learned, I have tried to use it and trying to improve, you know, here in Web3 and everything has been helpful. A lot of great topics today were a reminder, you know, that I needed to add to my list. But uh, some of the goals, like for me to go to grow my brand for next year, like I... I the first plan is to build a stronger online presence. Uh, I know sometimes I am here active. You know, a lot of know, people know that they can find me on DMs, right? But I do have uh, a new audience and new collectors, new people following me. So I guess like trying to reintroduce myself for those new people that are coming in, uh, build like new relationship, reach out. Uh, not only that, but also to try to provide more uh, valuable content uh, for my audience. A lot of people that have been following me almost uh, a little bit too over in the NFT space know that I am big supporting women in tech. I am big in mental health. I am big in, you know, online metaverse events. But uh, I guess I need to, like, create more content and, and to see how ways I can help others. And also I want to stay, in, you know, lead by example. I'm a person that I'm a big in mental health. But sometimes, you know, like even... Um, we stay a lot of time here. So even just taking time for myself, like that helps me prevent burnt out, right? That can help me go back, be refreshed and come back and be able like to, you know, like uh, create more contact, get back to everything that I'm doing. And well, something that is important is being able to like set boundaries and say no. Sometimes we get excited. Um, you know, a lot of opportunities in this space, a lot of new technology, whether you're an artist, you have marketplaces, you have all these new things, set a boundary, say, learn how to say no. Sometimes you're invited to test out a lot of projects and, you know, it requires your time, requires your feedback, or even when people want to do collaborations with you, like sometimes learn how to say no and identify when those things are not going with, you know, with, uh, I guess, uh, your your goals, your your mission in the past, you know, I kind of like, hey, 
uh, I, I kind of spent my time trying to build relationships because I was into like mental health and bringing in the awareness. But sometimes I will look for the focus of, you know, what mental health meant. And even when somebody will say, oh, yeah, we're here to support health. You know, health is something. And it's a wide topic. And for me, like, you know, I I think uh, it takes a lot of energy. So to be here in this space, you need to be mentally and physically well just to, like, give your best. Um, so what else? What else? <laughs> um, just trying to, like, uh, like I said, uh, stay presence on social media or whatever Bollywood content that you're provided, uh, try to ensure that you also send in that message across the other platforms that you have. Don't forget that, you know, not, we don't only have X here, we have also Instagram, so, you know, LinkedIn, all these amazing other um, platforms that you can outreach. And um, what I want to say is, uh, I think, yeah, I, I, I think I covered that a lot. I'll try to engage uh, with with your audience, you know, try to build long term relationships and meaningful relationships. Like you said, owls, like, you know, you rather have that small group that is can be loyal to you than the big people out there. And when you're not around, like, you know, those people are able to to follow you uh, they're able to speak for you. They know what what you're about because they know you and you build that trust. And something besides that, you know, it's not like uh, my community that helps me with that, but also recently that I made my own website. So something that I learned, I guess, from day one from Creative Owls, have your website, you know, when you're sleeping, right? right? Have a place that people can go check it out, who you are. Uh, if you're a creative, you're an artist, they can learn more about you, all your experiences. So those are the things that, um, yeah, I'm, I've been trying to do this year, but just trying to even like improve, uh, I guess, next year. That is fantastic. Kayla, anything you want to add? I know there's, there's a lot in there. I would, I think, you know, it's just an awesome thing to touch on mental health. I think that's just a great, that should be a banner in the sky that, um, you know, under or overlines all of this is that making sure that you aren't, you know, killing yourself in the process of trying to satisfy this digital machine. The internet never sleeps. And so many of us who are, you know, emerging digital natives, I'm too old to be called a digital native, but, you know, getting there and living and breathing in this space, it can be exhausting. And so not only taking time for yourself, I, I call it the sharpening of the ax, um, where you rest and recharge and play right? You can keep hacking away at a tree, but you're going to dull the blade. And all of a sudden you'll find that you're completely inefficient at what you're doing. You're wasting time and energy. And if you just stepped back and took the time to sharpen the ax or recharge your own body, um, you know, you come back 10 times more efficient and effective with more creativity, with more nuance, with sharpness. So I think those were really great points to add to the conversation. So thank you so much for that. Maria, go ahead. Yes, just wanted to say thank you to Vanessa to, you know, uh, remind us about boundaries because I think it's really important to set uh, some boundaries here in the space. While Crocs was speaking, I was, you know, like, okay, I can really relate to what he was saying because it happened as well to myself. Like, you know, it's really hard for me to say no to others. I'm always trying to help everyone. I'm always rooting for everyone. I'm not always that pay well back to me you know so it's something that I've been working on as well uh, be sure that I put my boundaries I'm not trying to 
reach away the limits of myself because I think it's really important to remind that you cannot help others if you're not taking care of yourself first. So just wanted to add that. Um, yeah, really thank you for the reminder. Yeah, Vans, one thing I would say is make sure you write everything down. Uh, um, you have a lot of ideas. You are a, you, you, you pump out a lot of content. Uh, but let's, I think moving strategically is, is going to be the best return on investment uh, because you, you, you're doing a lot uh, with a lot of supporting a lot of other people in that. And I, uh, for me, as, as a friend, as a content creator, uh, as, as a partner with you, I think really identifying what's going to give you the best return on investment uh, and what's not. And I think you are, you're doing that already this year. And I think a lot of us are doing that this year is saying no to certain things that don't make sense or doing it a different way into 2024 uh, where maybe it could be less stressful um, or a better way to actually grow your, your brand. And I think that's where um, I personally see that you're going to have the biggest gro growth within your brand by, like you said, saying no and just being more selective of how you, you put your time and effort. Um, I personally would like to thank everybody for, for coming to today's show. Um, you know, I, I've been away from doing podcasts and educational for about uh, almost about a year. 2021 came off and 2022 came off and I completely did so well in this space of educating, helping people in bringing my brand, which is really thought leadership, helping people connect, bringing people a different perspective, storytelling. And my goal is to continue doing this in a cadence that's going to work for me, that's going to work for you guys, doing it every single day or every other day. It's not going to work for me. So the way that we're going to do this podcast show is going to be recorded. We're going to have it on other social media platforms. We're going to do this every single, uh, every other week on a, on a Thursday from, from 2 to 3 p.m. And we're just going to provide thought leadership. And some of the topics that, that I'm going to tell you guys that what we're going to cover is um, how to market your brand next, how to leverage your social media, how to boost your productivity and focus, the secrets to getting better every single day, and how to network on social media. So these are some of the topics that I'm going to be diving into for the first quarter of 2024. I said to myself, I wanted to, to not only get back my, my mojo, but I don't want to wait till 2024. I'm going to do it now. And that's why I decided to go ahead and take the initiative and kick it off uh, with this new podcast. And the only thing I do here is provide educational content uh, and really try to uplift and help others along the way. So feel free to send me a DM, go to my website at creativeowls.io slash contacts. Make sure that you are following my, my co-host here. And again, we're here to help entrepreneurs and digital content creators grow within their online presence and in, inside their business. I know we covered of, of how to grow your brand in 2024. So I want everybody to understand this. Branding or growth is a consistent journey. Implementing these strategies, staying aligned and, and adapting to the changing landscape is really gonna be key for you guys to be successful in your brand heading into 2024. There's no right or wrong way of how to brand yourself. Uh, there's, there's obviously best practices that we talked about today that's really going to help you as you move forward.
So thank you guys for being here. Don't forget to share the space out. Uh, I want to give it, uh, I call it my safe round, if you guys know, where I ask all my speakers to do uh, 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 their safe round. Is there anything that we miss? Is there anything that they want to add to today's show before uh, be before we leave? I want to go to Maria first. Um, and before, once I'm done with that, I'm going to give you guys my, my last secret or tool tip that I'm going to be using for 2024 to grow my, my brand. So just stay with us. So Maria, uh, final thoughts, safe round from you, anything you want to add? I just wanted to say that I really love that you mentioned as well vision boards. Uh, I'm going to do my first one this year. And I think it's really important to have some time to reflect, you know, to stop, move away, and actually think about what you want to do, where you are right now, and what are you missing. I think being self-aware is key for you to succeed. So I will add that. And obviously, thank you so much for this space. I already bookmarked it to listen again because I think it's been amazing. Yes, and if you guys go ahead and just turn on your notifications, I will be putting out my entire agenda. I will be putting the agenda on my website and all my co-hosts that I bring up here, I'm gonna also gonna be highlighting them on my website, bringing SEO back to their brand and helping them along the way. And if you wanna be a speaker, uh, if you want to be a thought leader, uh, just reach out to me where if you want to have a topic and you want to help cover, um, I think that's how we really grow in this space. And and I also want to give the opportunity to uh, other leaders that are growing and maybe, maybe you've never hosted a space before and you want to come up here. This is the perfect opportunity to learn or do so. And, and, and we have definitely the room and the opportunity for you here today. And guys, again, if you guys did learn something from today's conversation around brand identity marketing let me know in the comments what what your thoughts were on today's show did we kick ass did you learn something or did we completely suck uh do we need to kind of start over um please the feedback is what we're looking for uh that's going to help us understand where we're heading towards it's going to help our branding and it's going to get more people to under know what we're going to be talking about here in the future i want to turn it over to vance to give us her safe round for here today all right. Thank you so much for mentioning the vision board. I'm big, super big on that. But don't forget to write your New Year's resolution kind of equals to that just to start the year on the, the right feet. And then also, I want to say always communicate, communicate uh, with your community, the people around you, whether you're taking breaks whatever you need to do communicate right oh i know that sometimes people that get discouraged where the market is not doing so well they take breaks and they just go missing but they don't say nothing if you need to do that at least like communicate to, to your community hey i'm taking this much of time and then when you're back hey i'm back uh so i think that's very important just to keep that image right to keep your brand keep going uh it's always important to communicate whether good or bad news so uh have a great uh happy new years everyone thank you van so much for being here one of my 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 favorite people in web3 and and irl uh collaborating with you uh really really proud and um of your success as a content creator, as a, as a mother, as a parent, uh, and where you started and where you're going and seeing your journey has been amazing. And, and thanks for still being here uh, and supporting and, and helping us grow together. I think that's what it's all about when we're looking to connect and make meaningful relationships. I want to turn it over to um, my guy, Big Neil, who's been here pretty much the whole time. I know this is his, his jam jam 
uh, around marketing communications and um, love to kind of get your final thoughts. Is there anything that we missed that you want to talk about or bring up? This is your time to do it. No, appreciate it. Uh, creative, a little good safe round as you've always uh, had. But uh, no, I think a lot of great topics today. I think it ha- handled a good, well-rounded conversation around the branding and the marketing differences and all the pillars that were involved here. Um, one thing I just, I've just been encouraging our people to do. Uh, this last few months is like, if you have a thought, like, I understand that you want to like refine it, right? I understand if you want to jump into spaces hosting, if you want to jump, jump into threads, if you want to jump into video creation, um, you want to refine it and you want to make that first like thing perfect. I can promise you it's not going to be perfect, right? So just jump in, right? Commit to something and actually execute and make sure that you have a like, yes, you want to have a vision. You want to have a goal in mind when you do these things. But don't resist because the more that you do something, the more that you're going to get confidence within it and the more that, you know, you're going to get feedback from it, right? So you can refine your process in the most organic way possible, which is actually engaging with our community out here. So if you're thinking about jumping into a new area of content creation, if you're thinking about diving in deeper, just just take that first leap, right? And if, if the 2024 switch uh, is that first leap for you, perfect. Start off 2024 on the right foot. Uh, and just let it rip. Don't don't hold back ever again. Clipping that one. <laughs> Absolutely well said. Uh Kaylin, man. Love I just want to say thank you so much for co-hosting today. Uh I, I know I hit you up last minute, but you're so agile and you brought so much leadership to today's space. I think everyone here got to know you a little bit more. I know I did. And uh I just want to say thank you so much for for being my first. Uh, my first like co-host, my first guest on, on the podcast. I'm really looking forward to chopping this up, creating some more visual content. I want to turn it over to you to give us your final thoughts, your last saying here today. Thank you so much. Uh, a huge thank you is what I want to say. This has been awesome. It's been a really riveting conversation, um, super engaging, and I genuinely enjoyed it. Big Neil, I'm going to follow on your, you know, what I was going to close out with was, practice, take chances, and trust your answer. So I really love the take chances. I'm a big proponent of done is better than perfect. You've got to get your reps in. So just start. There's no time like the present um, and you will get better. The last thing I'll say is ask for help. People want to help. It can be scary and showcases. You People think it shows their lack of knowledge, but what I think it really shows is your curiosity and your willingness to learn. And that makes people really excited to share their knowledge with you and help you out. And you'll probably get an awful lot more than you ask for. So reach out to me. I'm sure creative is always open for this as well. Reach out to people for help. Ask the question. You, you might be really surprised with what you get out of it. For that. We come to a close for 2023. We have new opportunities, new season uh, with new solutions comes new outcomes. And that's what I'm excited for uh, for this upcoming year. I'm so proud of the community. Uh, 
very, very proud and, and happy to have these guest speakers come up here. It takes a lot of courage to come up here and provide your thought leadership. Um, so if you were down there in the, in the stands that, that you were listening and maybe you were thinking about hitting that come up button or so forth, or if you want to come up, uh, let me know. Uh, we can plan to do it. I can give you the right questions and uh, we can get you in, in the right, uh, give you the right questions for you to scale and, and be heard. And I think that's those are the most things that we want to focus on in this space to help people. Um, as always, thank you guys for being here. This has been the Mastermind Owls podcast show. As always, stay creative. Thank you guys, and I'll see you guys soon. <laughs>